Hi guys, welcome to another episode of Hard Jobs with Seuss. Today is um <laughs> so this topic is very interesting because I know it's usually a source of debate which I enjoy and um it's just interesting to me, especially because of you know how people react to this topic and everything. Anyway, today I will be talking about sex in relationships and the big question is is sex overrated or is it an important part of relationships so um definition of sex is not one size fits all it can be it can mean different things to different people you know like i recently discovered or learned so have an open mind and let's see what you think about sex whether you agree with these definitions or whatever your definitions are let me know when you are giving comments on today's episode right right thank you so sex is a broad term like i said and does not necessarily mean intercourse you know we say sexual intercourse so often that people just by default associate sex with penetration or with them um, um two people when you think sex just think two people and think penetration but that's not always the case sex can involve one person two people three or more people it can be penetrative non-penetrative it can be oral it may or may not include toys it may or may not include pornographic content and then there was a bit of debate about whether using toys is counted as sex or not another one was whether watching pornographic content or reading pornographic materials is the same thing as sex or whether it is not i leave that for you to judge most important before i move on i want to say that if you are having if you are sexually active you should use protection i know you've heard it a thousand times but soft reminder use protection and if you are not going to use protection for whatever reasons you have decided go to a proper hospital go to a lab get tested both of you get tested and you know if there are underlying issues handle them resolve them and carry on and may the fault be with you so because i mean i mean you cannot just look at somebody and decide whether they have hiv or not whether they have herpes or not whether they have gonorrhea or syphilis or any of those nasty things or not you'll never know so Take care of yourself for more yummy and be careful out in these streets. <clears throat> I would take a few comments before I move on to myths about sex. Myths about sex, right? So, so the first comment here says, Frankly, I would rather not have a celibate relationship. If I hadn't had sex before, I probably would be fine with it. But I have tasted the fruit and I'm hungry. <laughs> and I'm hungry on it. It's funny every time I read it. And I'm hungry on it. I still try to be less sexually active, however, to prevent unnecessary relationships and save some dignity and discipline. But it's a challenge to be honest. Yes, sex is important to me. I'm a guy, by the way. Interesting guy. Another one says, sex in marriage and not courtship. It pays to wait. You always have forever to have sex when in marriage. Okay. This person is saying something similar. And so that person is saying, um, yeah, wait until marriage. 
I'm going to assume it's per married because we <laughs> are saying it with such. <laughs> Anyways, they say you should wait until marriage. <clears throat> I wait. Um, yeah, those are the comments that I'll be taking today. Another, I want to move on to another um, section of the of the episode, <laughs> which is myths. Yeah, like I said, myths about sex in relationships. The first myth is sex secures or sustains the relationship it's a bad dash it's a absolute bad dash because sex does not secure anything does not guarantee anything it does not sustain it does not secure does not bond does not bind does not nothing have sex and go don't attach some sentimental meaning to it don't expect that because you have had sex with this person they will never leave or forsake you ah, lol anyway um sex does not sustain any relationship and if you're an adult I, I you you may have had multiple relationships and you know that eventually most people would most relationships will end so what are you really securing how about mind people who get divorced what are you really securing how about people who dated for several years and still separated what are you really securing Ladies and gentlemen, free yourself of unnecessary expectations and enjoy your life. Um, another myth is that sex is love and sex is affection. Another bad dash because there is love that does not include sex and there's affection that does not involve sex and it does not make it less of love or less of affection. You know this, since I have friends, I don't mean acquaintances, friends, like women who have held me down for the most important, vital part of my life no sex and our love is deep and our love is strong and we are wonderful anyway my point is that sex is not love and sex is not affection right right moving on another myth is that everyone is having sex this is the most incredible and ludicrous badadash because not everyone is having sex and you know and i know and we know but sometimes we like to deceive yourself and convince yourself otherwise peace be unto you not everyone is having sex that's it and unless categorically and clearly stated i believe that everyone is abstinent or everyone is celibate yeah because i mean it's really not my business so why should i even assume that you are if you are not if you are you tell me if you don't tell me i'm going to assume that you're not Anyway, so those are the few myths that I would be addressing. Now, the truth about sex is that sex is not the only way to intimacy. There are, there's emotional intimacy, there's sexual intimacy, and for me, emotional intimacy is more important and it is better because you can be sexually intimate with someone who you don't have emotional connection to or you're not emotionally intimate with, which can be a problem in some relationships. There are other ways you can be physically intimate. You can kiss, you can cuddle, you can touch each other affectionately. You can, I didn't say sexually, affectionately. You can massage, you can... There are other ways, Sha, that's my point. It doesn't have to be sex. And um, sex is not so important if you really think about it. In relation, I didn't say in marriage, in relationships, because you can have healthy, functional, happy relationships. I don't involve sex. I know this. Other people know this. We know this. So 
I'm just saying, like, don't pretend like you need it. You most likely don't. So enjoy this person. You can. I feel like you can enjoy this person without, you know, having sexual intercourse or sexual intimacy and all that. Anyways, my personal opinion. Another truth about sex is you have control of your body and so you should decide what you want. Your body is yours and if you are going to share your body with other people, with someone else, then you should have your terms and conditions for sharing. Just like you, we hardly read those things but I try to read them sometimes. Terms and conditions for apps. So why can't you have terms and conditions for your body? Be deliberate not not everyone can have access to you. not everyone should have access to you. you should be on your own terms and it should be on conditions that favor you you think about it you you reason reason it unless it resonate within you you ponder upon these things and decide if it's something you want to do if it's if it would um truly benefit you in any way so do these things because you want to that's just the point yeah and then um, the last truth I want to address about sex is that whatever sex satisfies, something else can. I really don't know how to explain this, but just like I said, ponder on it. Now, for the longest time, I read this. I've he- I read this thing sometimes. I think about six or seven years ago, where the um, the author of this I can't remember. It was an article or a book said that sex is a good form of exercise and it keeps you fit and it burns calories and it this and it this and it that and i'm like oh okay 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 i believed it and then i recently read something else that countered it a proper study this time around and the person was this the person who conducted the study said that when you have the average person loses 70 to 90 calories when they have sex but then exercise like actual exercise and working out you burn about 240 calories so you do the math you calculate it you ponder upon these things it didn't really add up anyway so the most important thing is answer the question why why do you want to have sex why do you not want to have sex think about what would profit you what would benefit you think about the pros think about the cons weigh these things properly and then decide what to do with that um, information you cannot just do things because somebody said or people are saying people are thinking you do what is best for you everybody go from every other person because you are the most important person in your own life so you take care of yourself first if somebody is giving you conditions or um or whatever and saying if you love me you'll do this or if you want to be with me you'll do this why they should be going because you didn't come together most likely won't live together you are your own priority so you focus on yourself you think about your own self and look out for yourself basically even for casual sex even for whatever this in everything in this life think about it why would they always say have your bath twice a day why you, you think about it brush your teeth twice daily why do i want to brush my teeth twice daily what will happen if i don't brush my teeth what's the benefit what's the disadvantage what's the merit and the merit ask yourself these questions anyway um, I also wanted to quickly address sexual compatibility before um, while I round up so I think that for sexual compatibility it can be learned some people disagree and 
I maybe for their personal reasons, maybe it didn't work for them, I don't know, but I think that sexual compatibility can be learned. You can and okay, based on frequency, whether you want to have sex ten times a year or ten times a day, you and your partner can agree. There can be a middle ground. If one person wants to have sex every hour and one person wants to have sex once a week or whatever it is, whatever your sexual um whatever your libido is, it can be managed. Both of you can have a that's the point of a relationship. I don't know if I always like to think that okay, so you can work on you can work on the person's anger but not on their sexual appetite. I don't understand that part. Like it's a part of this whole person. If they can work on their anger, if they can work on their appetite for food, they can work on their appetite for sex. It can be managed, that's my point. Both of you agree and say, okay, this is how we should do. This is how I want it. This is how you want it. Now, what will work for the both of us? And you come to that compromise. You come to that middle ground and everybody's happy. So I think that sexual compatibility can be learned when it comes to the frequency, the kind of sex you want to have, your your partner's libido, whether or not they like oral sex or sexting or whatever the details are, I think it can be managed. I think it can be agreed upon and I think that everybody can be happy in life. The most important thing is if you are willing to learn, if you are willing to have open and honest conversations and communicate, okay, so my dear, you like having sex once a week, but I would I would rather we have sex every day. Okay, you have said your own, I have said my own. How can we now move forward? But if you just want your partner to assume what you like or you want to assume what your partner likes, there will be a problem, problem and another problem anyway are you willing to learn that's the most important thing so whether or not you're having sex it is your decision and whether it is based on your faith or your personal reason do what works for you live your life actually if you are a religious person you can't live your life on your own terms you live your life by your higher authority so yeah that and um i think that people should be um more open to the idea of talking to sex therapists you cannot fix everything by yourself not all the answers will come from within you as much as it's important to have that open and honest conversation with yourself and talk to yourself and you know just communicate with yourself and your your spirit and your soul and you know agree and make decisions i think it is also helpful to seek wise counsel from sometimes a third party or somebody outside yourself or outside your relationship like i said you don't know you can't know everything and you're not always right so yeah do that talk to a sex therapist if you think you have an issue if you think your libido is too low or i'm not i'm this age you can turn up the volume i'm just saying like talk to a therapist is maybe nothing wrong with you it may just be a psychological thing it may be that you haven't met somebody who you are sexually attracted to enough it may be just talk to someone if you think you have an issue with your sexual appetite or your libido or the frequency or whatever talk to sex therapist licensed ones not the ones that just put on their on their bio the ones that you you know that you know they actually know about these things or if you don't feel comfortable talking to someone read your proper books not articles like i was reading seven years ago like actual author um, um authors who have um certificates and who have enough knowledge 
on the subject so you can learn from them. Don't assume you have a problem or don't assume you are abnormal or you are weird because one blog said one thing or the other. Do your proper research, right? Right. And um, yeah, I think that is that is everything that I wanted to say. And um, yeah, to, to round up now, I think that it is possible to abstain from sex even if you have had sex before. It's I don't know. There's this. I was talking about celibacy one day, and someone said nobody can really be celibate once you once you had sex, you can't stop having sex, which is the ultimate bad dash as far as I'm concerned because it is possible, very very possible, and I know this. So if if you if you decide to be celibate or to abstain for whatever reasons you have decided to do it, don't make anybody make you feel weird or feel some type of way or whatever celibacy is possible even after you have had sex before and yeah that's it i feel like i'm just repeating myself over and again um that will be all for today i try to keep this below in less than 20 minutes yeah so i don't want to i don't want a long episode today if you want an episode on sex myths like more not just for relationships now like there's a whole um there's a bunch of myths going around about sex and sexual intimacy if you want an episode on that please let me know i would be glad to do that next week i want to talk about i don't have a title title for it yet but how uh the point is our parents have gone soft like in raising children and how how our parents raise certain generation versus how they are raising the current generation and yeah let's talk about that thank you for listening thank you so much for always sharing the links and giving feedback which is the most which is the most romantic part for me as far as i'm concerned because it usually excites me to my intestines um yeah thank you so much for listening today bye